The world's gone crazy. And we're just trying to keep up. Bob and Zip. Okay, do we have everybody? We are. Yes, sir. Present and accounted for. All right, Zip. <laughs> zip, zip is halfway across the room. That's perfect. At great level. Thank you. Um. <laughs> All right. It's uh, once again the Bob and Zip Show with Ed Kelly. Uh, we have an action-packed week this week. We have Spike O'Neill joining us as a special guest. Uh, Ed's rehearsals are over. Or not over completely, but you're no. over for tonight, right? Well, yeah, we're over for this week, actually. Okay. Oh, no kidding. Okay. And well, I'll, be, I'll be rehearsing at home. Yeah. All right. Andrew will join us in about 45 minutes. And uh, uh, Spike already knows this, but I uh, made a sneak attack visit to my son and a couple of close friends in Seattle this week. So I'm actually sitting inside the Vintage Hotel. By the time oh. you hear this, I won't be. But uh, and, and I'm in... Uh, uh, just downtown Seattle, where I've discovered so many cool things that don't exist in Vermont. And because I, <laughs> seriously, and because I hadn't been to Seattle in, oh, before the pandemic. So, wow. you know, two plus years, um, I've forgotten so much. But, I mean, they're building, they're building commuter trains out on I-90 to head to the east side. Spike. There's a whole nother bridge. Yeah, that's crazy. I hope this one they remember to uh, tighten up the pontoons and use that good, <laughs> yeah, use that good beach ball air pump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. We're we're gonna float. We have model. a floating. We have a floating train track. Yeah, yeah, a floating train track. That's wild. Um, wow. But I, I'll tell you, one of the most interesting things I discovered while here is that it's a pandemic, and so like. I don't want to eat out because I don't want to sit in restaurants. I just had a clean PCR test, by the way. But Congratulations. I, I was thinking, I wish I could get some food. I guess I'll have to go somewhere. I'll have to walk around town, and I'll have to find something, and I'll have to, like, mask up. And, and then I remembered there was this app called Uber Eats. Yep. And I said, I wonder if that works. And <laughs> I don't know. I've never used it either. You've never used it? I haven't either. No, so. I mean, the, the thought of eating in some stranger's car just doesn't. Well, that's not the concept. I, I knew just about that much, Spike. So I yeah. downloaded the app and um, and you can just look at all the restaurants near you. Yeah. And, you know, I picked out something that I thought would travel OK. There was a really nice uh Mexican uh restaurant up on uh Capitol Hill and you know it had 4.8 stars you know so uh, that that blows Chipotle away although I love Chipotle right. if they had a <laughs> yeah, Chipotle and McDonald's I uh, I mean in Vermont I would be there constantly instead of McDonald's so <laughs> anyway I ordered I don't know I ordered a dinner it was $18 including a dollar 99 for the guy on the bicycle who brought it to me really and just like the Uber, and this is not a commercial for Uber, but just like the Uber app where you can see the cab coming to get you, yeah, it like preparing your food, preparing your food, preparing your food, and then it's like your food is on the way, your food is on the way, and it's just like your food is at the corner of Seneca and Fifth, 
And yeah, it's NASA for Mexican. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. and seriously, I'm Mission Control. Mission Control is my. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Give the code. The code is the last four digits of my phone number. So now Spike can steal my food. <laughs> <laughs> All of you can. Um, right. But anyway, so the, and, and a, a really nice guy comes up on a bicycle, and I, you know, he asked me the last four digits of my uh, phone number. Which, by the way, I'm 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 glad they didn't do Social Security because I got tired of that one. <laughs> yeah. Bank wants that one. Hey, just tell him your mother's maiden name, the street you grew up on, the first pet, and the last four of your social. Here's your dinner. Anyway, he I'm going to retire now. He hands me the food, and I come up here into the room, and it's hot, fresh, delicious. <laughs> You sure this is a paid endorsement? No. I know, right? I was no. gonna say. You know, here's the thing oh, about man. companies like Tesla and Facebook yes. and uh, yeah. and Uber, they don't have to. It, they do such a cool thing that they don't actually have to advertise. Word of mouth. It's word of mouth. It's viral. And uh, and by the way, it's antiviral because the dude had a mask on, and I only interacted with him to to grab a paper bag. <laughs> That's not yeah. the kind of viral that means. No, I know. So, uh, and I was like, wow, you're in the city. You can have anything delivered to you. In the city. And, uh -huh. you know, that it just, it, it was so. It was, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it really was. And then I. But, I told, but Bob, yeah. Bob, did they staple your bag shut? They did. <laughs> oh, is that yeah. important? Oh, this, this, perfect, <laughs> this perfect plan you have is subjected to the morality of everybody on a bicycle. That's Long right. Spike. They remembered his radio show and they stapled his mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. No, but Spike, what you're saying is like, I got chicken quesadillas and there's like, it's cut up into, you know, pie shaped uh, uh -huh. pieces. The guy could look in there and go, he doesn't need six of them. He only needs right. five. <laughs> exactly. And then it becomes exactly. chicken, chicken There were supposed to be five in here. I don't get it. Uh, yeah. yeah. And meanwhile, I'm like, I'm only paying him $1.99. So his loyalty to me is not that great. Nope. Exactly. But, um, but I tip. Uh, they allow you to tip. And, uh, you know, I tip 18%, um, which... You know, the cutlery was plastic, so I think that's good. <laughs> did he ask if you want a fresh ground pepper on it or something? No, he did that. 18% is a little no. rich for a guy on a bike, man. But, but I did it again today, and I was like, that, this is just, uh, you know. And so I called Indra, and I said, wow, I did this cool. And Indra was like, that's how I eat all the time. <laughs> he does. He's a single guy in a condo in Tequila. Right. And, you know, why would you ever cook uh, for 18 bucks? You know, somebody can bring your stuff. And I wondered a little about the economics of it. Um, so, well, the, so yeah, Mexican is the the, the easy uh, cheapest to make, generally speaking. When they don't get into the you know the um, what's the greens, avocados and stuff like that, you know. Right. Well, it's three ingredients basically for all almost all of them: beans, rice, and whatever. Right, beans, rice, and cheese, and and, and, and maybe some chicken if it's chicken, but who knows? Yeah. And so, <laughs> but when I think about, I think like the CEO inventing the company, mm -hmm. and so I think. Does that dollar on ninety nine really go to the bicyclists? All of it, mm, probably. And then I look at uh, there was another a fee of five dollars and something or other. Right. 
And then I figure they have to be getting a commission from the restaurant for Uber Eats, right? Yeah, restaurants right. pay a, per, a portion of every check yeah. goes to those drivers. And, well, not a small percentage. To Uber Eats, but Uber Eats yeah. has to make money, right? Mm-hmm. Because they're the godfather. They're the mafia. Right. So right. Um, who's paying them? Is the, is, the driver pay, is the driver paying them and the um, restaurant? Are they getting it from all sides? I would think both ends. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I was. I don't want to sound like Wilfred Brimley here, but don't forget <laughs> we had we had milkmen, we had good humor. We That's had right. Electrolux vacuum salesmen. We had egg, people come to delivery. the door all the time. Yeah. yeah. So, in other words, Zip, what's brand new used to exist before. Yes, absolutely, and went out of style. Ironically, yeah. what happened to all those delivery? People? And ironically, by the way, the way you would order things was on your phone. You just didn't want to stretch the cord all the way into the living room or you might break it off. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm Tell people to get off man. the party line. Yeah. Anyway, it's crazy. So uh, so I'm getting ready to fly back, and, um, and I wanted to uh, fly back on Saturday. And all week long, I've been watching the news. Bombogenesis. Zip, you told me what that means, right? Right. Yes, it's uh, uh, it's when the barometric pressure drops so significantly, it creates crazy winds and, and the perfect storm. precipitation. Yes. Yes. Ed, keep going. Make it a movie trailer for me. Go. When the barometric pressure drops, so does your chance of living <laughs> in a world. Yes. <sighs> yeah. So um, no two snowflakes are like. <laughs> <laughs> So my flight was Saturday morning at 6. He thought he was leaving early. And a landing in Boston at 3.30. And I looked, you know how you look at the weather map and see, well, when's the storm peaking? Where's the Wang Center? Excuse me? (laughs) It's a venue in Boston. Oh, okay. (laughs) I remember that now. That would able Wang, to find the Wang Center myself. Well, Wang, <laughs> Wang, by the way, should be. We should explore the term Wang a little bit further. It was yeah. actually at one time, uh, and Zip will remember this: the 128 corridor around Boston to 495. Yeah. Wasn't it going to be Silicon Valley? Wasn't it all Wang Electronics and all these computer companies? Yeah, yeah. EMC, New England and, uh, Digital. Yeah. Yep. And what Digital, happened? Yes. Did they all decide to make maple syrup instead? How come it all? Hit? <laughs> <laughs> it it all ended up in Silicon Valley. It never yeah, happened. for the most part. Yeah. In Boston, it left for the West like everything good in the U.S. Yeah. So anyway, I'm looking at this bomb cyclone. Bomb which is, cyclone. Which is what's... Okay, that was good, Ed. Thank you. <laughs> Enough now. I know. Like, first I have to beg for it. <laughs> and then you can't stop it. I can't stop him. He's like, oh, I, do, I dig doing this. Make um, him stop. So, um, anyway, I'm looking at that, and my flight's going right into the heart of the storm at the peak of the storm. Oh. So I thought, okay, what are my choices? And I started to think about it. Airlines have canceled so many flights because of... Yep. Weather combined with COVID, short staffing and diverting of airplanes, and then the planes aren't where they want them. So uh, I took a tip from my niece, Jody, who's brilliant, um, because she had to get back during the last big snowstorm. And what she did is she booked 
three or four refundable flights. <laughs> That's brilliant. Different airlines, different times, different days. And as the storm got, because, you know, when it gets last minute, what are they going to do to the prices when everybody wants the same flight, right? Jack right, them up. Right. So anyway, so I have, I have one before the storm. And uh, I think that's the one I should take. But I also have one on Sunday when it's supposed to clear out and be really nice. So, um, uh, But I'm sitting here with my phone. I mean, literally, you could just put me in a room the size of an old telephone booth with a phone, <laughs> have a window to shove food in at me. <laughs> you minimalist, you. I mean, I would like to see my wife once in a while, but still. <laughs> it's really if you're fun. listening, dear, he didn't mean that. Yeah. So how are you going to get from Boston up north? Are you a team of Huskies? I, I don't care. The there's like there's buses, and I don't care if that delays a little bit. I'll get a little phone booth size room in Boston, and I'll <laughs> right, and I'll get Uber Eats because they have that in Boston too. <laughs> it's everywhere. No, I've just discovered how I've just discovered app living as you know. It's a good thing I'm back in Vermont because I don't need this stuff. Right. Like, if if I want something that's in the barn, I got to put on my snow pants. <laughs> Your big boy snow pants. <laughs> yeah, my big boy. And I got to go all the way to the barn. And it's almost. You can't dial Barn Dash and have him bring you bail no. or a bucket of syrup or something? No. It's almost maple syrup time. Oh, barn oh, oh, oh. Uh, speaking of my wife doesn't <laughs> listen to the podcast, someone's wife does listen to the podcast. And she listens faithfully. And that's downtown Joe's beautiful hot wife, Kelly. <laughs> well, do you think she'd like to be Kelly Kelly someday? I do. Uh, no. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Kelly, we got no chance. That uh, woman that woman found the man of her dreams, and none yeah. of us can see it. No. She has never, ever been <laughs> he, You want to talk about punching oh. up for fighters? Joe Joe is fighting way over his, over his weight limit. Oh, they're such a wonderful couple. But they she really is. I've never met two people more in love than those two. Yeah, yes, that, that's kudos to well, Joe for this. That's spectacular. Sweet, sweet but, but what Joe said, because I, I saw him briefly, and Joe said, like, uh, yeah, I, I haven't heard a podcast in a while. He's working his ass off. He's, he's yeah, a, always. a crazy uh, teaching job, and he's... Uh, He's a saint uh, to his students, but um, he's like, but Kelly listens every week faithfully. <laughs> and I said something about a few weeks back that she thought Zip was hot. And he said, make sure, she said, make sure you say that Bob is hot too. And I know that was a token, you know. <laughs> like, you know, Bob, that's she was token. Yeah, yeah. That's like, she was she was token something. Yeah. Bob, yeah. Was, man. Bless your heart, Kelly. Bless your heart. Anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. So uh so that's that. Now uh let's get to some topics here. Uh Zip, you got one? What do you want to do first? I'll put you first because you're the well, late. Uh what what about the deal with Neil Young? Did we talk about okay. that? Okay. Yeah. Fine. Uh, so Neil Young, I don't know how many of you are aware of this, uh, but Neil Young. And Joe Rogan, that's the other part of it. Well, Joe Rogan yeah. has a podcast on uh, Spotify that they paid him $100 million for. Right. And they're, and it's exclusive. So this is like, is it, who is that comedian that they tried to cancel? Spike, you know the one I'm Ch talking about. Chappelle? Dave Chappelle, Ch yeah. So this is like yeah. Dave Chappelle, in a sense. And I have heard Joe Rogan, and I have watched the Dave Chappelle show. So, um, 
here's the thing. Um, Joe Rogan has on vaccine conspiracy theorists. He does. Remember years ago there was a midnight radio show called Art Bell, and he had all these people on saying <laughs> yeah. aliens are yeah, infiltrating our brains? Yeah. Area 57. Yeah. yeah, it's the same yeah. shit, right? Isn't it the same thing? Um, uh, but mm, it's, People didn't die from listening to that show, Bob. There's right. a big that's, difference. That's, that's the difference. I would, I would agree with that. Um, it's true that this virus has resulted in fatalities. But does that mean we remove free speech? No, yes. it's not. Free yes. speech does kill. Yes. Let's but be honest. It, it, yes. Is there any such? Go, yeah. Uh, one at a time, I, guys. I'll let you decide. You duke it out. Ed, go ahead. No, you have tenure here. <laughs> you no, can't go in with theater and yell fire. Yell fire. Free, yeah. free, speech, has, free speech has consequences. Okay. Agreed. So you think speech isn't, I, I think anybody who puts out information. But can you go into a, a theater? I think you can go into a theater and yell flu virus. You can go in and yell. You can yell. What they call that stuff? You can yell ice cream because ice cream kills a bunch of people with diabetes. <laughs> but in other words, where okay. do you draw the line? How many people do you have to? Because I, I agree with you, Spike, but I'm playing devil's advocate. How okay. how like when this pandemic started, it was really huge. It was five to seven percent of identified cases were mortalities, and now. In terms of percentage of cases, it's not a lot different than the flu, except that there's way more cases, so hospitals are overloaded. Right. This is all good and bad. I mean, there's an upside and downside. But at what point do we have to say, huh, fighting free speech isn't going to get us anywhere? Because as soon as you fight someone's right to speak, you know what you usually do to them. You make you, them you, bigger. You give them the victim card. Yes, you. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Does, it, does sure. Facebook? Does Facebook and Twitter have the right to take dangerous disinformation off their platforms? Well, Facebook and Twitter are private clubs. D well, they're, on, they're, they're independently owned. They're, they're, the Facebook and Twitter are not so public at, utility. At, as is Spotify. Privately owned. Yeah, yeah they can do anything they yeah, want. Exactly. So my point being this: if Joe Rogan is spreading dangerous information about. In Oops, excuse me. I, I actually uh, hit your button by it. If he's spreading dangerous information, okay. Um, ivermectin, is that the one? Horse, is it, you know, yeah, horse well, tranquil exactly. dewormer? Well, there's, a, there's a whole what, bunch what, of, yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever in conspiracy theorists, anti-vaccination, alternate medication, whatever. And Rogan's got a propensity for that. Okay. So so if, if Twitter and Facebook are accurate for putting dangerous misinformation off their platforms, Spotify is, is held to the same standard at least? What do you mean held to a standard? They're, Spotify is like the phone company. If if Tony Soprano uses a phone to order a hit on a guy from another mob in New York, the phone company right. isn't liable. I, 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 that's fair. They my are in my books. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ed, and I didn't my, even have to beg for it. Yes. My, my, point, my point being this. Is there a, a responsibility in business to not endanger your audience? So the way that plays out... Is, is in the courts with lawsuits. If you kill some people and they sue you for it, like, like say some lady had a super hot cup of coffee at McDonald's and she sued McDonald's. But the moment you start labeling free speech, and I can't believe I'm going to sound like a Republican right-winger, but I am. Um, the moment you start taking away free speech, instead of fighting free speech with better information, um, then you then need... A, 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 you need an end if you make it law as opposed to businesses looking out for their own bottom line and mm -hmm. not wanting to be sued then you create a government 
decider of what's free and what's dangerous. Right. So, need, getting, so yeah. getting back to Neil Young. Yes. Right. Who does who, who, as the story goes, told Spotify, I'm, I don't want my material on the same platform that lets Joe Rogan spread dangerous misinformation. Right. And, it, right. and it's off. Right. right. Yep. Exactly. So as Twitter and Facebook decided for business reasons to ban people that uh, spread dangerous misinformation. Some right? people. That was, some it people. Was, uh, uh, exactly. Yeah. Like, like sort, was Mar- of, Marjorie sort of for Twitter. show. Yes. Uh, yeah. Maybe. 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 Yeah, yeah. So Neil Young gave Spotify the same choice. It's me or Joe Rogan. That's and right. As, and and that was an easy one, does, by the way. Joe, yeah, exactly. Joe's a hundred million dollar guy, and yeah. Neil Young um, is a wonderful, tremendous artist. But you know, the the I, it was a uh, slingshot with a P versus exactly. a bazooka at that point. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. They, if, they made a business may- decision. If I may defend my fellow Canadian, Neil has got a lot of credit. Neil does stand up for what he believes in. Absolutely. Yeah. Whether he's wrong or not. But you've got to remember, this is the guy who came out with that Toblerone chocolate bar looking device that played his, uh, uh, you know, played played um, music. Yes. But wouldn't allow the sequence of the tunes, if they were an album, to yes. be rearranged by yeah. the listener. They had to be listened to sequentially. And when he did that, he <laughs> he pulled his music off of Spotify then, <laughs> and it went back on quietly, like yeah. it will again. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean, here's the thing. Like, when, uh, you know, when the, the one, the orange one who will not be named got elected, <laughs> and all these people got TDS, you know, um, derangement syndrome, yeah. they made him bigger. Mm-hmm. You basically uh, you you feed the beast. You feed the beast, and so I I do believe that in this battle, Joe Rogan just got more listeners, and Neil Young, God I'm bless sure. him, he I'm got sure. a little less royalties. Not that he needs it, but still. So. I think, I think he Neil sold off. Principle. He he sold off a lot of his catalog anyway, but he sold it to somebody that. Um, would shepherd it in a responsible way. Uh, oh, really? Yes. yes. Organically, with compost around it. And no. Oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> you ballbuster. <laughs> the thing is, as soon as you start telling other people what's moral, um, you know, you you set yourself up to be a bit of a hypocrite. It just that's the way it goes, and and I mean that. So you people listen to me because I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> so it becomes incumbent upon the listener. It becomes incumbent upon you to make your own decisions about what you yeah. subscribe to. Correct. Yeah, I think our ultimately our efforts would be better spent empowering people and tell them we trust you to. Do your own research and go for it. So, oh, yeah, how's that working for yeah. you? Yeah, well, um, you know, one at a time. I feel kind of proud of Neil Young. Right yeah, now. yeah, what's that? I feel kind of proud of Neil Young and so proud to be a Neil Young fan uh-huh. because he said, "This is all. This is the only chips I've got on the table, and I'm going right. to throw them all away yeah. to raise awareness That's that they're right. letting this guy spread bullshit." All right. Uh, next up. Uh, you know, ordinarily we wouldn't go back to talk about a football game because life moves on, and also because people listen to podcasts when you know a, a, on demand. So a and lot, about much. half the people listen to our podcasts within a day or two, and the other half will go, "Yeah, that uh, snowmageddon really flaked out. <laughs> we got a half an inch," you know, because they'll listen to it after it's already over. Um, when it comes to the uh, Buffalo Bills Kansas City Chiefs game, though. That appeared to be one for the ages 
as far as uh, score, you know, it's a, it's a high scoring game on both sides, but uh, the lead changed hands so many times at the end of the game. And I, I just, I watched it fascinated and you can almost talk to anybody about it. You can, when you're Uber Eats guy, you can go, what do you think of that Bills game? <laughs> oh, that's a crazy game. Oh yeah. my goodness. You're American football and the way they can use their hands and everything. I don't think it. But oh my goodness, even I love it. So yeah, that guy named Bill. What a guy! Oh my goodness! I thought I thought Bill would win. I thought Bill would win. So, Spike, you're you're canceled. Yeah, and, and I got a friend who loves Mahomes, and it's like, oh, he's the greatest. I'm so glad he won. He's amazing, like the people who love Brady, and then the people yeah. hate Brady. So, um, but Spike posted something on Facebook uh, immediately afterwards. I think you did it before even the sports commentators started writing stories about it. And um, and that is this. That game, well, it should have been won. Uh, you've got to give Mahomes credit. Oh, unbelievably. But, Spike, take it away. Well, I wrote, like, immediately afterwards, that if, if, if Buffalo squib kicks with 13 seconds left, they win. The only way they could possibly lose that game is to do what they did, kick it into the end zone, lose no time off the clock, and give Kansas City the ball at the 25-yard line with thir all 13 seconds left and three timeouts. That was the only possible way to lose. Right. So they literally, And the next day I saw every TV commentator saying same, the exact same almost thing. Almost the same thing. But two days later, and this is the wonderful thing about news on demand, two days later you can find a whole bunch of people disagreeing what everybody said was exactly true the day <laughs> oh, <yeah>. before. <laughs> so I just read an article about this where they actually scientifically, because remember, I believe the uh, Kansas City Chiefs had three, all three timeouts. All three timeouts, yeah. So 13 seconds is not 13 seconds with all three timeouts. The idea of the squib kick is that instead of not using any time on the clock and starting at the 25-yard line, they would have burned some time recovering the kick Mm -hmm. before they had a chance to, you know, set up the rest of their plays. So there was an analysis done on this, and it says it would have taken five more seconds off the clock on average. Right, right. And um, would that have made a difference? Um, well, when, when they kicked the field goal, how much time was left on the clock when they made that, when they started that play? I don't know. Three seconds. Three seconds. Less than five. Yeah. So they would have, and they've kicked the field goal reasonably. It was well within the field goal range. And this article concluded they probably, if they were playing as well, would have still got within field goal range, but they would have been seven or eight yards further out. And of course, this is all, this is what sports people do. This is all oh, yeah. fantasy. They just make it up, right? Yeah. Because yeah. they argue about hypotheticals. Um, but the coach uh, has said, well, first off, he said nothing at first. But now they've said a squib kick introduces all kinds of variables. It could go out of bounds easy. It could, uh, it, you know, it could, it could give them even better field. There's just sure. a lot of things that could happen. Well, yeah, and they're not wrong. That's why they coach and I sit here running my gums. That's right. <laughs> I mean, duh. Still, it's a game, uh, you know, it's very few sports games you remember for a long time. Yeah. I think this one's remembered for months, and I think next year when they play, you know, <laughs> it'll – It'll be whipped out again, and, and then, of course, uh, it'll be forgotten. But this one's Where got a shelf are you, life of, John uh, Facenda? This one's got a shelf life of 100 years. Oh, you think so? I do, and I'll, and I'll give you a quick example. Okay. Um, the game right before that, 
the, the Tom Brady and the Buccaneers came back from what twenty four to three. They were down twenty seven to three. Yeah, they made a miraculous oh, that, yes. fourth quarter comeback. Yeah, and they yeah. ended up, you know, and, and the Rams made an amazing play when they had to and won by a field goal as last play of the game. The difference did that is hit that, the that cross. Game, did that field goal hit the crossbar? That no, last field close goal? to coat of paint. Took a little bit of paint off of yeah. it. Looked like I mean, okay, it was close. Yeah. But here's the thing: the the Buccaneers got back in the game because the Rams were, were at the part of a, a, a clinical uh, sports term, shit in the bed. The Rams, uh, you know, fumbled at the one yard line. The Rams fumbled again. The Rams, I mean, the Rams were doing everything they could to lose the game. I love that phrase, shit in the bed. By the way, and, and so, so that game, that game won't be remembered in a year. The the the, the, the right, Buccaneers right. come back and the Ram win. That won't be remembered in a year. Right. Part the of the reason is, is the uh, is there's talk of changing the rules because um, as the rule stands now, after the coin toss in overtime, if you score a touchdown, the other team doesn't so, get yeah, a chance. So, what do you think of well, that? Here, well, here, well, here's hold on. Before I move on to that, here's my let me finish my point about the, the why the Bills um, game. Chiefs game is different um, because you know Brady was back in the game because the Rams goofed it. The Bills and Chiefs game was played to perfection by both sides. Nobody, nobody made a major mistake to let the other team back in the game. I mean, you know, this guy, they scored 27 points or 20, 25, point, 25 points, I think it was, in the last two minutes of the game. Right, right. And nobody, it wasn't a turnover pick six. It wasn't a fumble, to, whatever. These guys did, ex, they executed to perfection on both, so, both teams for the last two minutes of the game. And it was, it was I mean, a perfect quarterback play from both sides. And, and it was I mean, the most amazing last two minutes of football ever played. It may be one of the most amazing games ever played. All right. Do we have and to go all the way back play. to Moses parting the Red Sea, <laughs> Fred Flintstone, Wilma? Weren't there some good games? Hey, it's me, John Madden. I'm glad I'm dead. <laughs> I'm glad I'm dead. So, um, well, anyway, anyway, but uh, the overtime rule, I, I really think they ought to play the full 15. I really do. Yeah, just play teams, it. But, okay. but, here's, but here's the thing. those two, The reason that both those teams zipped up and down the field like they did at the end of the game those guys were gassed. Yeah, they were they, out of gas. Oh, yeah. Whoever had the ball last was going to win that game. Well, and that's what happened. But hey, did you see the last story I sent you before we started tonight about the aftermath of the Bills Chiefs game and what's going on in Buffalo? Oh, some sort of charity uh, thing happening? Yeah. So the tradition in Buffalo for the Bills, and this, how does this nickname live? The Bills Mafia. That's what <laughs> Buffalo calls their fan base. Well, the Bills Mafia. Isn't the mafia the people who control the fan base, not the actual fan base? <laughs> That's what, well, uh, as as politically correct as we are nowadays, you can't call a team Chiefs, you can't call a team Braves, you right, can't right. call a team Redskins without catching a major. The Indians changed their name to the Conquerors, or what do they call themselves now? So not the Conquerors, or the yeah, Guardians. But these, the we Italians, Indians. you can come after whatever you like, you bastards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sick so, of this Anyway, shit. the Bills Mafia. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's okay. I think um, that's freedom of speech. Uh, I, I'm with you. I'm, I mean, Bills, I, anyway, Bills Mafia. I think the only reason uh, Washington a, Redskins changed their name and other teams do is because it hurts business at some point. And I think that's that's sort of how speech is regulated. Like you know, virtue signaling. Who's to say? Well, there's nothing wrong with virtue yeah. signaling. I think virtue signaling is great. It's virtual fo- a virtue follow through that's very difficult. Right. Yeah, I agreed. Okay. So, so anyway, the the Bills um, fan base donates to charities in other cities. Wow. When their team beats a city, and in a show of civil goodwill, they make donations to other teams, players, favorite charities, whatnot. Nice. They've done that for years now. 
there's a tradition of them. You know, one year Baltimore won a game that got uh, uh, Buffalo into the playoffs. So the Buffalo fan base all made donations to the quarterback from Baltimore's favorite charity. That 13 seconds, the infamous 13 seconds that will become NFL legend. People started making people started making $13 donations. So is this better than better than Betty White for animal shelters? Is this yes? Is this the ice bucket challenge? Because it's cold up there in freaking Buffalo. Yeah. So, so, but uh, Chiefs fans started making $13 donations to the Children's Hospital in Buffalo. Nice. As a tribute to the quality of game and sportsmanship that that game brought to their their city. That's, that's a beautiful a, thing, yeah. And it's already a, close to a quarter million dollars, and it's going to keep. And now that it's getting publicity, it's going to explode. God bless. God bless. And that's just. I, I love that kind of stuff. All right. You're an old softy, Spike. You know that. He is. I'm. A, I, I'm such a. I, I got a vage. I he, swear to he God, loves half a vage. He loves sports <laughs> too. Like really loves sports. Passionately, yeah, I can oh, tell. Sports is. I, I, and I'm a. I, I, I wept when I saw that story. I mean, it brought a tear to my eye. What that yeah. Buffalo story? It did. I, I, I you know, I teared up. Wow, that's something. I'm telling you, I got half a Vaj down here, buddy. I'm serious. <laughs> did they, a little mis-sensitive, that's me. Did they glue the extra scrotal part together to make when it? They, just... When they took the nard out, you know. Yeah, right. You know, I, I lost a testicle almost 20 years ago, and now I've, my, my um, testosterone is somewhere between Richard Simmons and Sonia Henney. Somewhere in that, <laughs> in that range. You know, so. All right, uh, back to uh, back to police. Let, let's. Uh, this game happened a month ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Game over. Wait. Back to policing freedom of speech. Uh, oh. So you're against freedom of speech, right, Spike? No, I'm I'm, I'm against freedom from consequence. Ah. Say say whatever you want. Oh, but be ready I to like pay the, pay the uh, be yeah. ready to pay the price. Got it. All right. Nice so let me run a few freedom of speech memes that I saw today on Facebook by you guys and see, you know, should these be taken down? Okay. Hey Bob. Yeah. Let me call an audible real quick. You're you're overdriving in the red. Oh, am I overdriving? All right, hang on. Yeah. Uh, on the that's road. The, uh, yeah, that's the engineer calling right now. On the road. Okay. <laughs> Is that better? Is that a little better? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay, I'll actually put it down even more. Okay, a uh, couple of memes. Uh, this one has a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio. And by the way, I'm insulted that I get these memes. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only reason we let you in the club, buddy. Come on. No, why are you ar- why are you arming us with ammo like that, well, Bob? I know. Because I know. if I get a meme that shows thoughtful insensitivity, misogynistic traits. Nobody in the world knows me better than Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> so he's he like not only is it crap like for example, my right wing friends still get stuff that would turn Spike's stomach, but I don't see it because they know now. Like, they know what my behavior is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I um anyway I opened this meme today. And it says, it's got a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio. And it says, how many men does it take to open a beer? You ever seen this one? You might be a misogynist in the eyes of Mark Zuckerberg if you have, okay? So it's Leonardo DiCaprio. He's got a nice trim beard, by the way. He looks way better than he does in the most recent movie, Don't Look Up. He looks horrible in that movie. Oh, it's, 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 is it the picture from uh, Django? I think so. The, yeah, uh, yeah. Slave owner in Candyland? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, usually the, that's the Leo face they like to use. So here's the question. How many men does it take to open a beer? The answer? None. 
It should already be open by the time she hands it to you. I'm not laughing. I'm shutting so, my mic off. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, all right, uh, that's misogyny. Uh, and I think we all agree it's free speech. And it's, I, I, I chuckled before I realized that that's not the virtues I signal and that's not who I am. But it uh, it was nostalgic. It was like uh, that was how, when I was younger, that is how men used to behave, right? Mm-hmm. All of us. Edith, get me enough. a beer. Yes. Jeez, uh, Edith, pipe down over there, will you? Huh? Mm. And most, right. and in most cases, being the being the solid woman she was, he didn't have to ask. That's right. He started losing his stuff. <laughs> She go, ran, Archie, she, she's running to the kitchen, yeah. come running back out with the candy bean and eat it. Okay. All right, so here's the next one. Uh, this is just a meme. I love memes that are just text, nothing else. Um, and, and again, why this is personal for me is that Mark Zuckerberg, or I should say his artificially Minions. intelligent robots, yes. target me with this crap. Like, it's almost as if they know that I would read it on my podcast. <laughs> like, oh, well, they, they, use, they use a scientific uh, algorithms, I believe. Algorithms, yes. Yeah. All right, so here's the next one. It says, <laughs> good men do exist. We're just ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Again, uh, send that out. Special delivery to Bob Rivers. That's, uh, that's perfect <laughs> for him. And um, and that is a there is that's another stereotype about women, right? That they um, will like a bad guy if he's got that you know Marlboro Man look, like Zip had back in the day. <laughs> had there's the operative term. Yeah, yeah, but but you were that like you know I remember the girls you would date, and even the beautiful woman you ended up with. I mean. I never got, I never got that kind of action. <laughs> That's not true. Come on. When his voice goes up, you know he's lying. So I, yeah. 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 I, 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 I was, I was surprised. That's not true. <laughs> I was surprised you didn't leave your place with Lizzie. Oh, she, she was raving about his hair. Whose hair? Oh, Zip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, yeah more Zip. hair than any human alive. Zip's an attractive man. And I'm sure he's yes. well endowed too. I don't know it. I've never seen it. <laughs> and he won't divulge. Turning by the way, weather. By the way, he didn't deny it at all. You see that? Turning to weather. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Last two. I got two uh, more of these, please. and then Andrew Rivers is going to join us. Um, there's a wonderful throwback picture. Of course, Facebook knows I'm older. Of course, they do. I mean, they mm. know everything. Um, and it's a picture of an old, it might have been a Ford Fairlane 500, or that kind of car. Yeah. And back in those days, the back seats were God, huge, big bench seats. Basically, <laughs> V-shaped mattresses, if you know what I mean. Yes. Rolling futons, yes. as they were. <laughs> exactly. So this, and this is a simple, silly one, but it just says, whoever it was that took away the bench seats obviously never had a girlfriend. So uh, <laughs> it's a throwback to uh, losing your virginity in the back seat. Uh, so there are uh, one, two, three, four of us now. Let's take a quick poll. Did you lose it in the back seat, Spike? Nope. Ed? 
No. Zip. No. Bob. Yes. <laughs> no. And that no, fiesta? Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> it's actually worse than that, and I actually don't want to say. Um, oh, no. <laughs> it was a Volkswagen bug. Speaking of oh, no. Wow. A Volkswagen bomb. Dude. <laughs> but, we were, but we were petite back then. And so, he still got a stick shift up well, his ass. He lost yeah. it to a little person, so she took up his room. I could, barely get, I could barely get a can of seltzer out of a bag in the backseat of a bug now. <laughs> All right. So uh, thank you, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. for Now, Mark, and that's why the three of you never got this, right? Because yeah. Zuckerberg knows that I lost it in the backseat. Of a Volkswagen bug. And I'm surprised I don't see Volkswagen ads right after saying that. If I go to Facebook, I'll probably have. Okay. Here's the last thing. This is a joke. I'd actually like it. It's a, it's a bit of a, it's a little silly, but um, the meme says, never argue with children. A little girl was talking to her teacher about whales. <laughs> the teacher said, they were talking about whales swallowing a human being, and the teacher said, it's physically impossible for a whale to swallow a human because even though it's a very large mammal, its throat is very small. And the little girl, who had obviously done some reading, said, well, Jonah was swallowed by a whale. And the teacher said, irritated, uh, look, a whale could not swallow a human. It's just physically impossible. And the little girl said, when I get to heaven, I will ask Jonah. The teacher said, what if Jonah went to hell? The little girl said, then you ask her. (laughs) (laughs) You ask him. Snap. Snap. Now, no kid would ever be that smart, but. No. um, And I I thought there was actual truth to a whale swallowing a human being. I don't know. Uh, And I'm certainly not going to. If a shark can, why can't a whale? Well, yeah, but I mean, the deal was Jonah was inside the whale and and got out, right? Yeah. Right. There There, there was a guy who got swallowed. Yes. There was a guy Thank who got you. swallowed recently and spit out. That's right. That. Right. Yeah. A baleen yes. whale who that take in literally like semi-truck sizes full of fish, wow. krill. Again. You caught up a, a diver in a mouthful of a shrimp or krill. So this is just like vaccine information. It resonated with me even though it was factually incorrect. Long <laughs> 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 uh, uh, way to go. <laughs> that's right. In a short time to get there. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, stand by. Andrew Rivers is coming up next. The Bob and Zip Show with Dan Kelly. Coming to us ah. from only 15 minutes away from where I'm sitting in a hotel in downtown Seattle. It's uh, Uber Eats uh, greatest customer, <laughs> comedian <laughs> Andrew Rivers. You didn't, wow, you didn't, what a what, great yeah. introduction. You didn't listen to the whole podcast, <laughs> did you? No, I just joined in that last uh, couple minutes. I oh, okay. I, I uh, showed up on time when you tell me to, assuming you'd be 15 minutes late, so I'm right on time. Well, I'm such a terrible parent that I would never expect my kids to be able to do anything uh, accurately, so uh, ah, uh, there you are. Yes. Well, I'm glad you're self-aware. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, it's good to talk to you. And I did let everyone know I was in Seattle for a quick sneak, a quick sneak attack visit with you. And uh, mm-hmm. and Spike and Joe and I uh, am hiding from everybody else. But I told them the story about discovering Uber Eats, which was just fantastic. I had them uh, oh. come again today. Yeah, and that's your wow. that's your wife. You're really basically. like uh, scared of 
scared of TMZ hold, holding up in in the hotel room. Oh there no, it's not that. <laughs> just running running away from the paparazzi. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, no. Yeah, you, this, this is your town, man. You can't yeah. you can't come in Seattle without uh, you know the the you're like the Beatles, you know. Well, I feel no, but thank you. <laughs> I feel like uh, I I feel everyone I would like to see, I would have to come for a month, and so I uh, you know I can't do that. But here we are, uh, well, Andrew. What what you up to? Yes. Oh, I just went for a big hike today. Um, I sent you some info. I don't know if you heard, but there's this bug going around. So, you know, <laughs> try to keep the lungs in shape. Good. You heard. That's by the way. Yeah. That's one of the things science says you should do is exercise yeah. and give your immune system a boost and get the blood pumping so that if you catch it, uh, you know, you're in good shape. So that's good. And and you hiked yeah. where today? Uh, Mount Sai, the whole the the giant mountain there. And, wow. Uh, it was really cool. There's a cool thing going on. To, there's a weather inversion um, because Snoqualmie Valley is covered in fog, so the weather is warmer on top of the mountain than on the bottom. Wow. So it's it's pretty cool. It's it's uh, it's kind of like hooking up with a fat chick. Like at first, you're like, I'm gonna climb on top of this thing. It's not gonna be good. But then you're done. You're like, that's actually pretty cool. You know, you start with three layers, and by the end, you're naked. It's an uplifting joke. It's not a. It's not mean to them. I think that. Do you always so, go with a lot of pictures fun. afterward too, with a fat check, Andrew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Are yeah. you serious, Andrew? You, you share them on social bold. media with all your friends. Andrew, like a bold, bold. I can't believe you. I can't believe you don't have a girlfriend with that Cro Magnon fucking attitude. Wow. <laughs> it's a positive. I'm saying you should give them oh. a shot. Oh, yes. oh, I sure. He's endorsing riding the wild yes. By the way, yeah. I don't know this guy. He was probably uh, some other guy's kid. No, I'm ashamed of you for saying that. that's no, terrible. But listen, hiking yeah. hiking's fun because I actually my favorite thing to do. I stop on. I stop by the nature store on the way. Uh huh. Um, you know, I'm not REI, but you got to uh, get a, you got to get the audience of your dad back here. You got to come up with something yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. The, the CBD store, you know. Yeah. Okay. And then it. it's like a reward when I get to the top. I can, I can appreciate nature a little bit extra. Sure. <laughs> um, well, for me, like... The greens are greener. Like just like <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it, the the pine cones are conier. So, it's awesome. Yes, yeah, super Again, hold on a second. You, Again, gals, he's lonely. Don't you want a guy like him? He's certainly not virtue signaling, that's for sure. Hell no. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'll leave you alone now. No, I just... No, you're on top of a mountain and you're a little... You know, wacky, and you go, well, there's like a bajillion people down there. I'm so insignificant. None of my problems oh, matter. Yeah. It's it's beautiful. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You're like, I'm so glad I don't live in Ohio. Lots of gratitude. Groundhog next to you tells you to come back to your senses. It's not a real big thing. Everybody gets high up here. It's not right. a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. There's actually a bunch of uh, studies on marijuana the last two years, and uh, uh, I've done a bunch of my own research also, but <laughs> sure they say like yeah, yeah. marijuana <laughs> is a uh, habit forming so that if you combine it with a good habit, marijuana can almost make you addicted to that good habit. Like the article was about people that smoke and then exercise. Right. And they, if they finally, they do it together, you know, it's, it becomes a positive thing. And, and plus it like, it helps with your focus. You know, you can like, go to the gym and jam out to Metallica or whatever, and then 
Plus, you're counting your reps. You forget where you're at, and you start over. So it's like <laughs> twice start the workout. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. You're yeah. on to something here, Andrew. I mean, you're on to something. I'm say, you, say you only say most, you only smoke yes. meth after you wait, say you only smoke meth after you run 10k, right? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. if you smoke meth and run 10k every day, you're gonna smoke your way to an Olympic gold medal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> meth does make you skinny. Maybe that's what maybe that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Except yeah. that meth uh, doesn't say, well, let's relax now. <laughs> it doesn't say that. Well, let's work out well, again. If you that dig was a fun. bunch of yeah, yeah, if you dig a bunch of potholes in your front yard and uh, in your forearm, you know, you can uh, yeah. get a lot of exercise that way. All right. Just just don't smile well, up on the, the podium past... when they hand you your medal. No teeth and stuff. It's yeah. awful. Well, like a lot of stoners mostly just get good at their Xbox habits, but when you make it, you know, <laughs> a legal thing, people can enjoy it and there was also another weed study that said in a lab, CBD will prevent COVID infection. Ah. And this is the one like everyone's been talking about the last couple of weeks. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see that one, Spike? Abs absolutely, man. Yeah. They put they put CBD into, into a, 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 a Petri dish or whatever lab mm. equipment they use. And the COVID viruses fled from the CBD. Wow. Dude. I'm a little like less sure about this study you know because i think at best stoners just don't know they have covid like <laughs> what are the covid symptoms you feel lethargic yeah. you cough you can't taste anything yeah. i mean that's me every night you know <laughs> how else do you think i choked down 16 doritos locos tacos but um i think stoners are low risk for covid because they just don't go anywhere you know Right. Mm -hmm. You call right. up your stoner buddies. You want to come to a bar with a bunch of people you don't know? Man, I would, but Netflix just put out a new documentary on bees. I got to stay home, That's man. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. Um, there, hold on research. a second. Yeah. What, what's it called? What's what called? The, the new documentary, documentary on bees. I'm always looking for Netflix hints. I don't know. I've <laughs> no. only seen the it's one called, uh, it's called with Buzz. Years Come ago. on, man. <laughs> hey. It's a stoner bee documentary. It's called Buzz. Come on. <laughs> Shit writes itself. Well, it's, it's tons of yeah. cool research. This that's by the way, my number one thing I hate about the last year is the phrase "I've done my own research" has been ruined. Yeah, right. Because every time someone says they've done their own research, I immediately know that they almost certainly did not do any research. You know. <laughs> uh, no, I listen to Joe Rogan. Like, oh, it doesn't really count. You know. The problem is there's not like a way to let people know succinctly that you actually know what you're talking about. Right? Like, you have to be like, no, 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 my YouTube guy has a British accent and charts. It's way different. <laughs> That's perfectly done. Yes. John Campbell but, uh, plug right there. Yes. Yeah. Hey, yeah, absolutely. He also has something else that you can't see on YouTube, which is a master's degree and yeah. decades, yes. of, uh, decades of studying. But Hey, but while we're laughing at Andrew's jokes, and they are funny, but the, the the National Library of Medicine uh -huh. has a study that says cannabinoids block cellular entry of SARS-CoV-2 uh -huh. and emerging variants. That's real. People who wow. smoke weed are more um, defense. They have better defenses against COVID. There's another one that's real. Your lungs. Appa yeah. Apparently we can uh, transmit this to animals. They put down like a, a bunch of ferrets that were shipped because they had caught COVID hmm. from people. Yeah. 
There's a research out of Massachusetts. They did a study that forty uh, percent of white-tailed deer have COVID antibodies. Uh, yeah, I yeah. Heard that. And uh, they're working on a new study with bears. Actually, they want to test hibernating bears. Which you wonder why there's a fucking worker shortage. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, go stick this uh, uh, Q-tip up that Tip bear's, up bear's ass. Nose. You know, get a pregnancy <laughs> test and swirl around the bear nostril ten times each side. Yeah, yeah. you got to yeah, swirl yeah, ten yeah. times each side. The bear's not. Oh dear! Oh bother! I don't want to go to work. Yeah. I don't care how high the minimum wage gets. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but, um, I don't know. Kind of a, a crazy week. Bob Saget passed away. Yeah. And uh, you you met him, tough. right? Yeah. It it feels like I lost a father figure because I was mostly raised by the TV. So, uh, <laughs> damn. That was, oh, that was a sad story. I oh, loved him. Just loved him to death. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, he was very thing. kind to me, and he signed my book and stuff. So, um, his advice was just be a tank, keep going, no matter, yeah. uh, you know, how many jokes your dad doesn't laugh at. Just don't let it get you down, kid. I know. Yeah. I can't believe I'm like my mom was now. You don't have to do that kind of material, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like most of what you do, but those those dirty jokes. Those How are you going to have a nice girl with a joke like that? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It's I I was thinking about that phrase, you know, because. Uh, it's weird how you can have a father figure like you're raised by music or comedians or radio show hosts yeah. you know like <laughs> you guys get raised by the television in a way you know because oh, absolutely you, yeah yeah oh. I was do, a do you have anyone kid. in particular that that you feel like gave you a great lesson and you know or do you oh, just lots, pick up little things yeah lots of different mentors yeah captain kangaroo yeah. well i um <laughs> kirk and spock really actually first introduced the concept of logic and cowboy right. craziness at the and same time. So you're, you're not wrong, man. You're no, wrong. absolutely. The, the morals, the the moral yeah. lessons of Star Trek. A lot of people. And, and Gilligan's huge. Island introduced yeah. the idea that the fuck up could actually be fun and funny in the star of the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting you bring up Star Trek too, because that that teaches you all sorts of lessons, like space is lonely, and if you love Star Trek, so is Connecticut. You know. That can be a good <laughs> <laughs> Touche. All right, you made up for no, it's, you. You made up for the uh, weight fat shaming joke, which I I don't. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know I, who I, doesn't weigh very much in space? Who? All right, Patrick. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, right, don't Andrew. don't try that at the treehouse. By the way, Well, right. li, uh, let me just close with this kind of thing because you guys talked about. You know, Encanto last week on the podcast, the movie we watched with Keith. The Kids, Disney movie, you know? yeah. And by the way, my yeah. sister, Spike, my sister said when she heard you talking about it, she yeah. went and watched it. And you, uh, she just loved you for, uh, you know, talking about how, how good the story was. And yeah. she fell in love with it. And she's oh, wonderful. I'm so yeah. glad. No, you turned her on to it. Oh, go ahead. I appreciate Andrew. that. It, no, it is. Yeah, it is a great movie. And it, it, I've actually enjoyed more kids movies than movies for adults this year. Like, does that um, have something to do with your cannabis consumption? I was going to say the same thing, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, and Jerry shit is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, And I'm COVID yeah. free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're also like uplifting messages, you know, like it's good. Yeah. 
Speaking of being raised by the TV, these Disney movies have a lot of influence for kids, but they're all good messages. You know, it makes me feel good. Like, like, hey, you're still a good person, even if you can't lift six donkeys. And, yes. you know, <laughs> even the strongest people need help right. sometimes. Like, That's those right. are great right. nuggets for kids that they yeah. don't know that they're learning, you know. That's right. And, and plus, with a kid's <laughs> movie, you have to be more clever. You know, you can't do a bunch of fat jokes or whatever. You have to make the jokes really good, you know. That's good for you to learn. Like, yeah, I could uh, could take a hint, but uh, like I saw like the movie on Netflix, Don't Look Up, that everyone's talking about, and yes. it, it just did nothing for me because it's huh. it's it's hard to parody real life, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. wow, the president's right. an idiot. You know, there's a giant meteor about to hit Earth, and the president told you to drink bleach. This feels more like a documentary. <laughs> like, it doesn't feel like exactly, exactly like a. Ah, uh, it's beautiful. Yes. Yeah, but right. anyway, I I aspire to be a stepfather figure to many women. So, uh. <laughs> all right, Andrew, you're you're redeemed. I love you. You, you, you got some great. <laughs> Thank you. So you got much. some great chit there, as uh, Cheech and Chong would say. <laughs> yeah. uh, God bless everybody. I'm gonna try and avoid the uh, the storm cyclone. Actually, and um, uh, yeah, one other thing, I did get. Uh, I it, I. Haven't gotten COVID, I don't think, but I think it's because I'm vaccinated. I got that one with the uh, the two names on it, you know, the, Johnson uh, and Johnson. Know. Yes. No, Cheech and Chong. Oh, Cheech and Chong vaccine. <laughs> hey, you don't knock it till you try Whoa, it. Oh man. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you, you set me up for. All right. Uh, God bless everybody. Uh, wish me luck beating the storm. And uh, by the time you hear this, the storm will have fizzled out. Or uh, President Biden will have drawn some magic marker and sent it somewhere else on the weather map. I don't know what's well, uh, going to happen. A, uh, a Twitter headline said uh, New York City is expecting 2 to 20 inches. So yeah. uh, they're really covering snow? all the bases. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. 2 to oh, 20, so they, yeah. That's great. They call it that's what I put on my Jenny profile. Yeah. I, don't really, I really don't know how much Astroglide to buy if you tell me that. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> Be safe. Get the barrel. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. Take care, everybody.